beaming into your mind like a ray of cosmic revelation, smashing through the mainstream like a comet of prophecy, ere Dr. Verloc bids you welcome. I want you to mint your passion into a currency of your dreams. It's time for you to live as you see fit. To throw old caution to the wind and embrace your super psychic self. You know, our forebears, oh, I imagine they would envy where we are today. Although it seems at times that we're in a rather tight spot. As it is, we are truly living in times of wealth. If we retrospect, I don't care which period in history, in recorded history, that is known to us in exoteric knowledge, whether it is the medieval times or the 1800s or the 1900s, our forebears and our ancestors would envy the luxury that we live in today. King Richard would give up half his kingdom to possess central cooling, an air conditioner, a refrigerator, an automobile. I don't know if they would kill for an iPhone. Well, maybe they would. Or maybe they wouldn't. But certainly, we live in extraordinary times of modern marvels and the wonders keep on manifesting. Hopefully you've had your hand in manifesting a few of these, remotely albeit, through your yellow magic influence. Those of you whom have read my great works and whom have followed me for any significant length of time know of which I speak. For those of you who do not, I have some old books on Amazon, but I have newer ones at verlock.com shop that teach you all about remote influence and manifestation in the world. The question is, why should you? Is it such a horrific thing to allow an individual the power to manifest remotely? 
I don't think so, and even if it were, it is your right to do so. It is your right to pursue your own destiny with disregard to the popular opinion. You know, we've heard it all before. Politics, economics. Quote, First, we share the belief of the American people in the principle of growth. End quote. Want another one? And I quote, Ever more luxurious standards of consumption. Yes, the waste of the affluent West. From the view of the true occultist, the extreme differences between the lavish living of the all-exalted ones and the impoverished scraping the barrow is truly the polarities of opposites of the same pole, mind you. Of course, the lizards at the top of the pyramid might not see it that way, but we know better. And we understand the factors which change our magical position along this tower of frequencies is indeed now within our reach. And like no other time in our history, cultivating knowledge, embracing a new attitude, and training up in the Verloc Club, we shall yawn widely a portal like a shaft of light over this tower of insanity in the world and illuminate the exit from this unbearable, intolerable existence. Is it so intolerable? Is it so unbearable? It depends what you do with your time. But I'm not going to talk about that. Let us first reflect upon the road that brought us to this dilemma of our modern times, our contemporary society that I hold in contempt. For more waste equates to progress. Yes, for the sake of progress. Moreover, the misunderstanding that progress is prosperity. Onward, traveling backwards in time, we can get off the bus at 1929 to hear President Hoover's Committee on Recent Economic Changes receiving a warm welcome from big business as a, quote, boundless field before us, new wants that make way endlessly 
for newer wants as fast as they are satisfied. End quote. Well, that's sort of a white lie because the system thus designed was never intended to satisfy. The reason I say that it is a white lie is because on the one hand the marketing plan was to use want or desire as the driving force of action that is to buy more products than people actually need thus one can never achieve ultimate satisfaction I mean how can you we must suffice merely with the temporarily pacified glory of the goods that we've bought. And sooner than later, we throw them into the round file, discarded, forgotten about. And then on the other hand, the system was the necessary leverage to boost the economy indefinitely while huge profits are at the heart of the plan. Of course, <laughs> big surprise there, right? There are probably beneficial energies mixed into the development of policies. Ergo, it wasn't until the Great Depression that working hours were reduced. And this was out of necessity, possibly the mass unemployment. Now, prior to this, workers could see anywhere from 14 to 16 hours, uh, 14 to 16 hour workdays, and expect seven days per week. Now, right? not a rocket scientist, but this doesn't seem to leave ample time for family spirituality, creativity, or educational pursuits. That's why I say at the top of this pyramid, uh, these must be lizards who are running the show. There's not a drop of humanitarianism in them. So when we consider the concept of making America great again, for example, I hope we're not talking about a Great Depression here. And of course, I don't think most people would take it that way. But unless the goal is to reduce worker hours, there really isn't much sense in backtracking through history. The point is that things look far better from where we're standing right now. I mean, of course, the grass is always greener next door. No matter what time you happen to incarnate yourself. But things look pretty damn good from this tower, from this point in time. You can, of course, trek further back in time to draw comparisons, of course, and the endless slew of arguments commence but I'll spare you the detail, as I believe for the majority of those not playing Little House on the Prairie, 
life was rather gloomy and drab. Now, I'm not saying if you lived in the countryside it was gloomy and drab. I'm saying back in the day, a couple hundred years ago, living in town maybe wasn't so good. Unless, of course, your forebears were uber-rich. The granddaddies of Kellogg's cornflakes. The oil tycoons. I'm not even going to get into the, the story of the Rockefeller and uh, the coal mines. The little accidents. Back in the day. Great uh, PR specialist from England. Able to bail anybody out of trouble. With a few sweet words. Sugar-coated rubbish. Today we stand before the threshold to the future. Lords and ladies, there is no turning back the clock. As in... All is in motion, flowing forward. Now, the trick you want to learn is how to write your mental code into that force, driving the clock forward so as to manifest a prospective future which is good. And by that, I mean that which involves you. Up until now, you've been told what is meaningful, what is life, what your status is based upon, credentials, or lack thereof, wealth, or lack thereof, friends, or lack thereof. It is time to live by your own standards. Raise your awareness of self-sovereignty. You can imagine the world as a great spinning top. And then a voice calls out to you. Now fill it with your thoughts. Flush it with your desires. Weave this dream with your passions. Spin a new yarn of thought. The force will take care of its movement. So tap into it. And this is precisely what you will do. I invite you to take a trek outside the ordinary consumer sphere. What you will pursue will help you. It will help you to realize yourself. Redefine yourself albeit refashion yourself in your own guise, in your own image. I invite you to expand your horizons, raise your mental awareness, and mint your own destiny with your passion. So join Verloc.club and mint your passion into a currency of your own dreams. Mint your passion into a currency of your own dreams and you base the value. You are the judge of what is valuable.
your passion into a currency of your own dreams. Lords and ladies, Verloc.club and keep the magic high. Air Dr. Verloc commence. Thank you.